Pickaxe. Episode 167 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by Mistborn House War. If you're already a fan of Brandon Sanderson's work in the Mistborn series, then you don't really need much of an introduction. But just in case you aren't, Mistborn House War is a board game set in that universe where you will work with a bunch of different players, each of you running a house, all of you working together to solve problems within the Empire. Political, social, outright rebellion, environmental, all kinds of things. All of you working together to solve these problems while at the same time competing to be the most powerful house in the entire game. It looks like a hell of a lot of fun. I want to back it. I want to get a copy. It's already funded on Kickstarter right now. It's well into stretch goal territory, and every stretch goal goes to making the board game even better. If you go to dnrpodcast.com and click on the big Mistborn banner at the top of the page, it'll take you directly to their Kickstarter. We really hope you back it, because we want to as well. Are you going to Dragon Con this year? Because we certainly are. We hope to see each and every one of you that can make it in attendance. We're going to have a live panel just for DNR. We want to pack the entire place. Myself and Bree are also going to be at a myriad of other panels that we hope you guys can show up to. Either way, we just want to see you there. We want to shake your hand. We'd like to go maybe go get a bite to eat with as many listeners as we can or just hang out for a while. So if you're going to be at the Atlanta area or you're going to make the trek to Dragon Con this September... Let us know. Shoot us an email. Without further ado, we really hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Susan. Oh man, I wasn't ready. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Susan. I play Erlev Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex and I play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. And James. Hey, it's James. I play Dagon, the Aladrin Scion. And Xavier. Oi, I'm Xavier, and I play Actaronis, the Revenant Cleric. And Ian! Hey, I'm Ian, I play Calden, the Half-Elf Sorcerer. Last time on the show, you guys, you pretty, pretty people, pulled in to Brightport on your gorgeous Eladrin ship. Um, and, and the welcome wagon rolled out. Um, I, I, I would like to think that everyone was uh, very accommodating. Um, they, were, uh, they were eager to greet you. Um, and then you promptly... <laughs> You probably made a huge display of yourselves and um, uh, kind of, you kind of let everyone know it's like, hey, don't fuck with us, that type of thing. Just a big vulgar display of power. So uh, you wandered down the docks and you found someone who works for House Dragonkeep and you asked them, hey, could you watch our ship? And at the same time, can we get an escort to the house so we don't get uh, murdered? Uh, so that's pretty much where we're going to pick up. We're going to, we're going to pick up with you guys arriving in house dragon keep. Um, are you, are you pretty much just walking in like you own the place? Cause you do no. have a grimness in your party. I, I, <laughs> I hear you're a pretty big deal. Um, <laughs> hey, we know I, how to make an entrance. Mr. <laughs> well, I would be walking pretty like a, with a very proper demeanor next to, uh, or next to, and a little, in front of Rodrigo carrying his stuff. Yeah, Rodrigo will be kind of shuffling about. That's going to confuse the shit out of two people out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's Rodrigo? While in Brightport, everyone out there, uh, for those of you who didn't catch it last time, Rodrigo, and this, keep it between us, that's, that's his alias. <gasps> Gasp. Shh. His mustache, his mustache is made out of my hair. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so creepy. Okay, d- d- describe it, because I picture a really wispy, like, long 
mustache. Like, describe this mustache. What's it look like? Do you want me to do it, Actronis, or...? Uh, well, you go, but I picture the Danny Trejo, like, Fu Manchu. Yep, yep. Ooh, I nice. picture it's exactly the same one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hypothetical high five. Clap! That was a good, that was a good one. That was solid. <laughs> um, so you guys are going to get here, I imagine, knock on the door. Uh, and as per usual, David is going to answer. Um, and he is going to uh, immediately, like, he's going he's gonna to recognize Airlove, of course, and, and, and most of the party. And he's going he's gonna to welcome you in. Sort of sidestep and just gesture in as, as you know, as his his way. Erla would probably be a little like, uh, oh, hi, how do you, like, she would be like, how does this guy recognize me? But then, like, step into the house. Mm-hmm. Well, there are portraits and stuff like that. But I don't know that. I've well, no, that. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, your mom talks about you, too. She's kind of proud or whatever. You're the, you're the one kid who's not a shithead. I'll be honest. Like you're <laughs> Get off my back, mom. <laughs> like you hit your rebellious phase in your 30s. Like that's <laughs> 38 too. Like <laughs> But in tiefling years that's like 30. That's like 29, yeah. 30. Like um so the <laughs> You know the party's going to come in, and uh, th- there's this gorgeous foyer, and it's 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 yeah, it's it's stacked. Um, normally, uh, there's there's kind of uh, like treats and stuff to eat. Right now, it's kind of bare, um, but I- I- in the room, Tessie's going to be there, and she's going to stand up and immediately head toward Airlove. Airlove will rush to her and embrace her. Uh, yeah, she would she would wrap her arms right around Airlove and just yeah. just really squeeze. Yeah, air level do that thing where she holds on and then squeezes a little more as she's holding on. And if anybody notices, tears might be forming in her eyes. Aww. You're not sure. <laughs> I think a perception check is in order. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Braylon doesn't see it. I'm sorry, Rodrigo, Rodrigo doesn't sees see it. nothing. <laughs> That was decent. 14. It was okay. Yeah, his mustache I mean, got one. in his face. So yeah. <laughs> Blew up. These, these rogue Actoronis whiskers are... Uh, yeah, fix that. They're a little intense. Uh, she'll stop hugging after a moment. Are are you okay? Erla will do a discreet wipe at her eyes and be like, I am now. It is so good to see you. You have no idea how how, how good it is to see you too. I see you brought friends. Oh, yes. Um, these are my friends. <laughs> uh, this is Dagon, um, Actoronis, uh, Braylon, and Calden. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Braylon's going to cover his face in one hand like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my mom can keep a secret. <laughs> She ain't no snitch. But I, but I believe you've met Dagon before, and Actronis? No, Dagon. Dagon. Well, Dagon. She's gonna she's gonna stiffen up a little bit. Like you could tell, she was she was much more relaxed with her love, and just just not not be cold, but just sort of like okay, got to be professional. Like it's it's to just kind of present that I have met Dagon before. It's very nice to see you again. He'll uh, he'll just sort of give her a little bow, and then he'll look at David. And just say, uh, David, please prepare some food and four beds. We'll be spending the night. David's going to look over to Tessia. 
Um, and and Tessie will give a little bit of a nod and do me a favor. Everyone, roll perception. Can yes, please. Oh, the mustache succeeds. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Arilov. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> That's like a 500-pound bench press of a perception check. That's not... That's, that's, we get I'm it. I'm hyper-aware right now. My mom <laughs> gives me strength, guys. <laughs> um, I'd say everyone but Calden uh, would notice that... Um, David's going to look ever... Just ever so taken aback. Like, it just... <clears throat> of course. And he's going to... He'll he'll excuse himself and, and, and he'll go start prepping food. I was just going to say, Erla would probably at this moment come back from her, like, joyous high and be like, oh, um, actually, while we're here, you should, uh, Braylon will be going by Rodrigo. Um, could you make sure David knows as well? I'll tell him the very next time I see him. And she'll have kind of a smile on her face. Is there any particular reason why? Uh, Braylon is going to step forward and he's going to try to disguise his voice. No, ma'am, that's just the name I'm going by. Her eyes are going to widen just a little bit, because that does not seem like that's the voice that should come out of your mouth. <laughs> I'll do my best to remember that. Thank and, you, Kyla, ma'am. And he will be acting as my squire, too. Uh, which is why he's carrying my armor. Hello, I am Actaronis Sidwal Athanasius, Lady Grimness. It is an honor to finally be able to meet you. I am the ambassador of Onakal. And uh, we've traveled a long, long way to get here. And you must be such a proud mother. I've fought besides our love. And my, she proves herself in battle, in diplomacy. And to, to, meet, to meet the mother of such a person is truly a great honor. <laughs> and he's doing like a very deep and like overly cur- courteous like bow. And, like, really showing off his new armor, too. Like, he still has his helmet, but he's really, like, <laughs> bowing and grabbing the side of his cape and just, like, motioning it as he talks. A little flower. Uh, is, okay, quick question. Are you doing the thing where you take your helmet off? No, no, like, no. Okay, he's okay, keeping okay, it just, way off. Just oh. checking. <clears throat> That's very important to the reaction. Yes. Rodrigo <laughs> advises against it. Can tieflings <laughs> blush? <laughs> I, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, Airlove's eyes will go big, and she'll probably get a little <laughs> bit redder. <laughs> Tessie is going to kind of awkwardly bow back. That is incredibly flattering of you. I look forward to hearing all sorts of stories about my daughter. Actually, please, everyone, have a seat. Did you say you're from on a call? That I am, yes. Currently? Um, well, I don't know if this is news to the people of Brightport, but... Uh, after the events that occurred a few weeks back or a month ago, um, I imagine I'm the sole survivor. So, no, not currently. Well, I might be able to give you some good news if there is such a thing to come out of that absolute tragedy. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Again, please, everyone, have a seat. Um, and she's going to sort of take a seat at the, uh, at the there's always, the, there's this big cushy chair uh, that's sort of uh, situ- situ- like situated in between two uh, large couches. So kind of like sitting at the head of a dining room table type of thing. Uh, that way she can sort of see everybody and uh, make eye contact. 
I'm guessing everyone's going to sit. Yes. Oh, it, oh, Erla oh, will mean, probably take the one closest to her. Okay. I can reach the seat. Yeah, I'll sit down. Yeah, it's not. It's it's the the the, the couches are low enough that you'd be able to sit. Okay. She's not looking to discriminate. Good. You could always use like a throw pillow as a booster seat if you wanted them. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I like to envision myself as the little dude from uh, Howl's Moving Castle when he puts on the little robe. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, that's what I that's what I want to that's what I look like for now. So. I, my movements are very, like, childish and comical, but they're on purpose. <laughs> okay. So, um, what brings you to Brightport? Uh, not that I'm not happy to see you, of course. It's it's just been a while. Well, sadly, this is on a stop somewhere else. <laughs> um, we're going to Talor. Talor? Yeah, um... She'll look to Dagon, uh, like, not sure how much she he wants her mom to know, but she'll be like, we, we were led to believe that we could find Eladrin there. Hmm. What would lead you to believe that? Again, she'll look to Dagon. It, like, he'll, <laughs> if he can give any indication, like, he trusts Tessia, so he'll sort of nod, like, go ahead. Um... We went to visit... I can't talk today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, we went to visit the witch in the swamp for answers. And she told us that that was where the Eladrin were. Oh. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I think I know where you're going with this. You do? There was a group, actually, that left not that long ago. And uh, if it has anything to do with the, the upcoming demon threat, I'm pretty plugged into that portion of it now. Was Corey with them? No, they're... they're no. Oh. Valis did stop by, though. You saw Valis? Uh, did, did he tell you something? After the fact, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know about him and... Jatsia. Yes. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I was at their wedding. Not... In t I didn't... I wasn't invited, though. I kind of showed up there by accident. That's that's what they said, too. And I, I'm glad that you you got to make it there in person. So, who was here telling you of the demon threat? Uh, well, uh, Merrick, who is their leader, I guess, for lack of a better term, at least group organizer. They had stopped in previously with Valis, and then after the fact, they <clears throat> went to visit a library, I think they said. And that's when they filled me in. I guess there's a pretty hard time limit if what they said is to be believed I'm yeah. guessing you already know about that though yes what is it 47 days now 43 I believe 43 and yeah we are a bit behind schedule but I'm I'm relieved to hear that Merrick is taking charge I think he's the most level-headed 
of that group. <laughs> they might not do anything too irrational. Well, what can I do to help? Well, um, we took a ship here, and we aren't the most sea-savvy people. <laughs> um, if you know anybody trustworthy that could help us out on the open waters, and maybe if you know anybody who knows Talor to maybe as a act as a guide. <laughs> you are not the only person to ask that, actually. I did know of a person, but they were helping out the other group. I'm very sorry. I could look into maybe getting some some guidance on what you could expect to see there. I, is there something specific? Do you know where the Eladrin are supposed to be, but just don't know the way? We were told that Dagon would feel where it was. I, now that I'm saying out loud, it sounds so silly, but I we're not certain. However, we're also hoping to find the uh, Gitzerai in Talor. They may hold valuable information about this whole demon situation, so finding them before finding their their counterpart uh, would be beneficial. And Braylon would kind of elbow at Jerome's side. Now, now, now there, sir. We gotta be careful. We can't pick a side in a war. Well, if the side's gonna provide us the information we need, we may have to. Well, Braylon's gonna stroke the mustache. <laughs> I like that he's slowly turning into Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, I was trying to think of a... Or I say somebody mixed with him as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or any maps you have to, up to lore, or any sea charts that could help us along the way? I can absolutely get those to you. How did you find the open waters? Were there were there any problems? <laughs> as long as you don't sail north. <laughs> there weren't any problems beyond poor decisions. <laughs> we attempted to save a few hours of time by going through icebergs and regretted that decision. But beyond that, the waters were great, actually. But everyone's okay. Yes. Oh, yes. We took on the Hydra. Look away. She's kind of like, oh, like just kind of looked like that's okay. That's an awful cavalier attitude because it sounds horrific. <laughs> Well, I was going to offer uh, some assistance, maybe a second ship that could accompany you, but if you don't feel like you'd need it, then um, I could at well, least get you maps and charts. Well, well, well ma'am, let's not pull everything off the table now. <laughs> we, we may have been riding on luck up until this point. Any, any persons who know the seas better than we do would probably greatly help. We do have an extremely fast ship, though, so... Oh, that's might... true. From, from Dagon's city, so any conventional ships might not be able to uh, uh, catch up to us. Well, I do have a couple of cargo ships that set sail back and forth between Tolor and here. 
They're probably not as fast as what you're used to, though. They're not really built for speed. Hmm. Is there... Is there anybody you could spare just to help us with the sailing aspect? I think we could set something up, yeah. Because I know Brightport, and I I wouldn't be able to find anybody trustworthy. I wouldn't hire anyone off the streets. Though we are making some strides in that arena. I'm guessing you met some of our people at the dock. Yes, they assisted us in getting here. And before you hear about it, I just want to apologize for my Malchus-esque entrance, should I say. We thought we needed to make a show of force. And we made somewhat of an entrance. Uh, had more than a few eyes turn our way. I'm sure it'll be fine. And that was probably going to happen anyway. Anyone knew that ventures into ports normally gets the evil eye. And besides, it's not like we had to clean up a room or anything. That would be Malchus-esque. Did... Okay, before I say this, I would just want to established that the last time Erlev ever spoke to her mom, like, in person was before Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's, <clears throat> I want to preface that before I'm about to say what I am, and everybody's like, oh, wouldn't you know? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you hear Malchus has been seen again? I actually saw him recently. He visited with, um, with a few interesting party members. I'm surprised he would come here. Um, all right. Okay. I get the feeling he didn't really have any place to go for a while. (laughs) Only been missing 20 years, but Malchus, Malchus's way, whatever. (sighs) I know it's hard, and... I wish I could tell you something that would make all of that all right, or excuse it. But the best I can do is tell you if you do run into him out there somewhere, try to hear him out. Sure. Um, did we need anything else, guys? And she's kind of going to look, look away from her mom when she says sure, and then look around the room like... Do we need anything else? Like, you um, can just see she's done talking about Well, if, if, my, if my constituents are finished, I'd like to ask if we have any <laughs> information on creatures that exist on Tulur. <laughs> For I understand that they have what they call big game. And I'm how you call not very big game, as you can see. This is, um... <laughs> This is venturing dangerously close to Django accent. This is. This is uh, I don't know what. Yeah, sure, are you sure you, you shouldn't be going by Bubba or something? <laughs> you gotta throw him off. You gotta just. Make I know. Sure. I know. I love it. <laughs> I could. Um, I I could do some research and get something for you. Again, um, we mainly just stop at ports. They don't. Uh, that, that my people don't really explore Talor very often. I understood. There were several men that 
uh, escorted us here to the house. I, I'm not sure if we caught their name, but I could point them out. Uh, they were very helpful, and if you can, they should be uh, given credit where credit is due. I will be absolutely sure to thank them when I see them again, and I'm glad you made it here safe and sound. The streets of Brightport can be hard on outsiders. Yes, and thank you, Lady Grimness, for providing us safe haven here in your home. Um, there is one more thing I'd, if, if I may ask of you. Of course. I hear that this house is the house that is the home to the dragon that is seen flying around these lands with your permission and if it is possible I would like very much to see it Amara, yes um, how about we take a walk lead the way my lady um, she's going to stand up. About this time, David is going to kind of swing through the door here with uh, with some like a sort of like finger sandwich type things, like some nice like you know just little snacks. And um, he's going to kind of make eye contact with with Dagon, <laughs> not tersely, just here's your snacks, like that kind of just kind of you know there wasn't a please or whatever. But here you go, here you go. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Braylon attacks the snacks. <laughs> Roll to attack. It's but, a crit. But what does Rodrigo do? Oh. oh, oh just a I can't eat through the mustache. <laughs> oh. Mustache is going to catch all kinds of mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you another one. It's... LML will make another one. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go get some rooms ready for you. And he's going to, uh, he's going to excuse himself again. Um, is anyone going with uh, Calden and Tessia? Um, this is uh, downstairs? Yep. Dagon's going. Okay. Erla will too. She's kind of like a shadow to her mom right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to stay all by myself, so no. I'll join. Oh, I'm, I have to go with you. I have to go wherever you go, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were dropping the act inside the house. No, I'll still keep it up. I'm not. I'm not so sold on on Tessia yet. All right. Alex, um, as a person, is, but Braylon is not. Well, I'm curious to see a dragon. Let's go. <laughs> I follow them. Uh, so walking. Okay. The, the, this 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 house is gorgeously furnished and everything, but there reaches a point where you start to go toward the basement level of the house, and then it's all etched stonework, very cold looking, very um, very arcane, very. Um, not very lived in, uh, sort of a, sort of a mage's bachelor pad looking, looking thing. And as you venture further in, <clears throat> you're going to see a lot of, uh, you're, you're going to see a lot of disturbing things. Um, everyone do me a favor and roll a perception check. Okay. So there's one of you who, this isn't going to be news, uh, but... Dagon's going to see a lot of familiar sights, and uh, let me see. Calden, I think, would be very focused on this dragon thing. I so imagine, yeah, he's yeah. Sort of, he's like shaking and just like, sort of Oh like, my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as you're venturing further and further down this 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 long hallway, it's it's pretty wide too. But on either side, there are a lot of wooden doors, some of which have uh, some of which have bars and 
Um, they look like they're there to uh, restrain. To, they're like dungeon uh, dungeon rooms type type of thing. Uh, big heavy wooden doors, uh, and you're gonna walk past those. And there's also there's also a big there, there was a very large looking like a dining room type of situation. Uh, and none of this fits with the motif of the rest of the house. It's very very strange. Uh, but Dagon is gonna eventually. You guys are gonna move down the hallway, and Dagon's gonna move past a very familiar room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was one he was actually kept here in, like restrained. And then going further beyond that. You guys are going to turn a corner, and there's going to be a very large set of double doors. Uh, and there are going to be two people standing at the <laughs> standing at the end of this hallway. And <clears throat> um, Tessie's going to turn and say, "We actually had an incident recently where um, someone could have gotten very hurt, and we need to keep people here now." And she's going to motion toward the two people standing in front of the door. And they're going to start to pull on these big iron uh, rings. And the doors are going to part and open up into the hallway. And beyond that is going to be the largest white dragon. Just this this immense thing. Ducking down. This is a huge room, by the way. This is, this is massive. But... <clears throat> it's sort of um, not super scrunched, but definitely it's it's kind of hunched down, like when a cat gets on all fours and just kind of becomes a cloud, like you don't even see its feet anymore type of thing. Uh, so uh, Mars kind of ducked down and is going to notice immediately the door is open. Um, everything in the back of the room, though, is opened out. So at any moment, Amara could back out into the streets of Brightport and and kind of be free and let loose. Oh my god, Calden's eyes are just huge, and he's... I think he is visibly shaking, too. Um, so can he can he talk to dragons? Can we establish them? Don't know yet. Just to tease Calden, uh, Actoronis would say, we meet again. <laughs> Dagon will walk up behind Calden, put a hand on his shoulder, and uh, would say... If you can't, please tell her Baranath is gone. They had a connection, and I I think she'd like to know. Your friend, yes. Yes, uh, I will mention this. And he's going to look to Tessia and just sort of uh, raise his eyebrows and say, Is it safe to approach? Um, she's going to gesture into the room. Of course, just don't make any sudden movements. But she's perfectly friendly. I see. That was a pun. <laughs> um, and Calden is going to uh, leave her side and step into the room um, slowly uh, but steadily and uh, stand before her. And in his best draconic, the, the, the best draconic that he can muster, um, he's going to say... Um, He's going to bow very deeply and say uh, loudly into this into this room, Oh, great one, it is an honor to stand before you. I, I would like to have audience with you, if you will grant it to me. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. With a plus two, because you're speaking draconic. Oh, I'm good at did this. I, who did I cast Inspire Competence on last time? 
Because we're still, it's still a non-combat encounter, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was Calden because he has the highest diplomacy. Ooh. Fuck yeah, Calden, and it was diplomacy because I wished I had given him <laughs> the other one. So what's the yeah. plus for that? It's just plus, oh. Two. plus two. Oh, so plus four. Yeah, but then that's oh. it. After that, after that, it's gone. After that, you can only use it once. Oh, okay. okay. Still so, start. So no whammies, no whammies. Ugh. That's not bad. That's yeah, not bad need, at all, dude. You needed You're, it for sure, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so his voice, maybe maybe his voice cracks a little bit in his excitement. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a method actor. I like it. Um, she's going to tilt. She's going to tilt her head ever ever so slightly, almost like a dog, and then lean down. So this 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 massive neck just kind of craning outward. And her nostrils are going to get just a few inches uh, from from Calden, and she's going to sniff inward. And there's going to be a pull of airflow, um, and it's almost going to pull Calden forward. And then she's going to exhale, and it's almost going to blow Calden backward. There, I mean, like it, this dragon is immense. Oh, it might very well. Be. He might take a step back actually, just because right. He is a frail, frail man. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, uh, she is going to kind of extend her tongue just a little bit and just kind of like lick at Calden, kind of a sign of, uh, like just, just kind of a, just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like just, just letting you know that everything's okay. Um, Calden's going to look back at Tessia just to like, like make sure this is all on the up and up. Like she's not tasting you or something. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Tessia would just sort of give like a little bit of a nod, like, yeah, go ahead. Um, and Calden's gonna going to uh, hold up his hold up his hands um, and reach out to uh, touch her sort of like on the on the snout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just sort of like stroke her very gently in in just like a very uh, relaxing manner. Mm. The second, uh, the second that you touch Amara, um, there's going to be picture it as interference in your in your head, uh, kind of like um, like in the old days when you're trying to get a UHF station in, but you're using rabbit ears, and it's just not quite. Com- there's lots of static and interference, right? But you can almost hear speech. You can almost hear like a woman's voice in your head, but it's 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 so garbled and and muffled, and there's going to be kind of a kind of a pain that accompanies it. Like it's so, it it's like such a strain for your for your brain to kind of comprehend and 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 focus in on it that it's going to cause it's going to cause Calvin a little bit of pain here. Um, he's going to wince and uh and take his hand away sharply from from her. I would say I would say Tessie would notice that. Are you all right? There was some kind of voice or something. Maybe not. I definitely felt some kind of pain. Is it hers? Hmm. I wouldn't think so. She had a few scrapes and scars when she came back to us, but she's been healed and... We try to keep her as comfortable as possible. She's obviously free to go whenever she wants. There was someone who could communicate with her with just 
a touch and thought, but I don't remember it causing her any pain. Strange. And this, this was Baranith, the, the, the friend of, the friend of Dagon. She's going to shake her head, yeah. I see. Um, and Calden's going to turn back and, and he's going to put his hand back on, on, uh, on Amara. Um, he's going to try, I, I don't know how this is going to work. He's going to try and think words. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I guess very simply, he's just going to say greetings, greetings, great one. Let's do a check. I would like you to roll an endurance check for me. Okay. Okay. Rolling real good. Rolling real good. That's, <laughs> That's good. Your endurance is plus 15? I know, right? Holy shit, Ian. <laughs> so good at this game. <laughs> it says mountain elements. Oh, yeah. Damn, you mountain people. You all real strong. Racist. Um... <laughs> Let's I, I say how big. <laughs> um, it's 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 going to take a bit, and I would say there's there is all kinds of uh, squinting and wincing kind of going on as time as time goes on. But after about thirty forty seconds uh, of doing this, that 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 interference is going to lessen. And it's going to become a little more clear what, uh, what is being said. Uh, and after a few moments, um, it's going to be very clear to Calden that the dragon is speaking to him, but in his mind. I am very pleased to meet you. Like, in the, in the warmest voice possible. Um, this is still causing Calden a bit of pain. Like, this is... It's, it's, picture having a migraine. That's, that's mm. kind of what's, what's coming on here. If I continue to speak, can I? Will I need to roll? Will I need to roll for it? Like roll? Some Not more right turns? away. The longer this goes on, though, the harder it's going to get. Okay. Um, Calden's going to think uh, words um, to her. Uh, I am glad that you are pleased. The honor is absolutely mine. This communication. I didn't believe possible. It's difficult for me to maintain, and I have much to discuss with you. There is no need to stand on such ceremony. What is it that you wanted to speak about? Here's the thing. This is a very this is a very soothing voice, but it's coming into Calden's head as just booming megaphone. Almost like, like there's no volume control. There's no way to kind of filter it. It's like blasting his ears. Yes, but in his head. Okay. I hate to you picture having an ice cream headache, but like tenfold. Like it's it's slowly, you know, uh, it's slowly cranking up as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just going to sort of grit his teeth, um, and try and. And speak further. He's going to going to hold her, and he's going to bring he's going to bring his other hand up to her. So he's got both hands now on on uh, her snout, I guess. And he's going to say, um, "My friend here, 
that you have met before. He wanted to let me know, and it is with my great sorrow to inform you that Baranith has fallen. I know that you have had a connection at some point. Maybe this connection that we're speaking through now. My condolences. Her eyes are going to cast down, and you can feel you can feel her snout like like motion downward. That saddens me greatly. There are very few that I can truly speak with. I understand your language, the draconic, but I cannot speak to you. Do me a favor, Calden, roll an endurance check uh, with a negative two. Okay. You can keep going. Okay. Um, so he's going to, like, he's going to, like, it's obvious he's in some pain. He's gritting his teeth and sort of, like, um, closing his eyes. Um, and he says, uh, again, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. The power of this speech is great, and... Because I am not used to it, it saps my strength. Is there any way, any other way you can communicate? Can you control this power? I am not as old as I appear. I know very little of the outside world. I have only encountered one other whom I can speak with like this. If it causes you pain, perhaps you should stop. And without even missing a beat, he's just going to think very rapidly, like, I have waited my entire life to meet something like you, to behold you in this moment, and to be able to speak with you. I, it is a thing that I have dreamed of since I could first speak words myself. There is so much I want to ask you, and I know I don't have much time. Thank you for speaking with me. And he's going to, and he's going to let go and just sort of like fall back. Um, so, okay. Is this thing where you fall down or you're just kind of like stumbling backward? I think he's going to stumble backward. Yeah. Okay. But it's very clear you're in pain. Yeah. He's going to shake his head and sort of end, end the, end the connection and just sort of like breathe heavily. And he's going to turn to Dagon and say, um, I passed on your message. She is sorry to hear it. It seemed they shared something very deep. Thank you. It appeared that maybe that wasn't very comfortable for you. And I appreciate what you've done. Do you remember when she spoke with Amara here in this fashion? Was she ever in any pain? No, not that I can think of. At least she never said anything. Um, and he's going to turn back to Amara and in Draconic again, he's going to say, uh, he's going to bow again and say, uh, thank you for speaking with me. Uh, thank you for speaking with me, Great One. Perhaps we can continue our conversation uh, after I've had some rest. Um, she would reach out and just kind of like nuzzle. Like, very, very gently, realizing she she could, like, knock you down very easily. Uh, she's <laughs> going to reach out and just sort of, like, brush against, just sort of brush against reassuringly. 
Um, I guess he'll nuzzle back in whatever the human just like sort of like rub her rub her nose and then return to the group right. uh, and step uh, step up to to Lady Grimness and say uh, uh, thank you thank you and he's going to take her hands and say thank you so much for this experience. She she would very much look at it as like I didn't do anything, uh, but but she would uh, she would hold your hand. As, as long as you got what you were looking for out of it, I'm very glad. I would imagine it gets lonely not being able to speak to other people. Yes, it seemed that it's very limited, the amount of the, the people that she could speak, that she can actually speak to. I know this might be presumptuous of me, but does this house also have a library? It does, actually. You could use my office if you like. I would greatly appreciate that. Why don't we head back upstairs? You look like you could use a little rest. Yes, thank you. L- lead the way, please. Um, she's gonna turn around and start to um, start to th- very gently, sort of motion for everyone to. It's like, why don't we give why don't we give Amara some privacy? But as she's doing that, she's going to very deftly change the conversation and direct it toward Actoronus. Okay. So you said you're from Onacall. I am, yes. May I ask the last time you'd visited? Um, I don't have the clear date, but it's been a little over a month. So before the incident? Yes. That was the very day of the incident. Well, I imagine Dagon may have told you what that was like and it sounds absolutely horrific from what I could gather but I am proud to say that the city is being rebuilt every effort is being taken to reestablish on a call that that is good to hear um and who who might be in charge of rebuilding it it's been a group effort um, at first it was just just the three houses, and Silverclaw and Hammerhand encountered some difficulties there. Financially, we've been able to assist them greatly, and there have been a few wealthier denizens of Brightport that see some opportunity in getting trade routes reestablished with Onacall. They would get partial ownership of that, of course. But we've been making progress. Slowly. I'm very pleased to hear. Um, I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to uh, stop, stop that story there. I don't want to... I don't want to be distracted on this trip of us to Talor. And we can't afford distractions. And as much as I want to know what what world we're coming back to after all this demon story, but can you can you promise me, can you do me a favor Lady Grimness, if I may be so bold? Of course. I don't know what influence you may have over there but if you could leave the history there intact um, statues 
the libraries, everything that hasn't been destroyed, that the incident, could you make an effort to preserve the history of Anakal? I can actually assure you that every precaution is being taken to ensure that none of the actual culture of the city has been touched any more than it already has, obviously. Uh, and he's going to bow extremely low. Um, um, she's going to do the same. It's kind of awkward because she's not used to doing that, but like, yeah, she'll she'll absolutely do the same. I am in your debt, Lady Grimness. When we come back, when I go back to Onakal, if there's anything I can do to help you, just let me know. Not at all. I would be happy to include you in any way that we can if when everyone returns mm-hmm. and speaking of which if you're interested in collecting some historical piece of armor from there um, he's going to snap his fingers and look at at, Bra- uh, at Rodrigo <laughs> um, I, I don't have any use for this but this was um, the last living survivor of Onikal's armor before it was uh, a little damaged. If you have any display piece or um, just a safe place to store it, um, I could come back and claim it after. But it's uh, a little cumbersome. Rodrigo's gonna walk up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Fully work. (laughs) Your Patreon dollars at work. (laughs) I'm sure we can find a proper place for it in the city the next meeting I have with the other leaders of the house I'll bring it up I don't want to be presumptuous but time is of the essence for everyone when when were you planning on leaving uh Tronus is going to look at our 11 Dagon as soon as possible as much as we'd love to stay, we must leave at the earliest available moment. I understand. And nothing would please me more than to have you stay more than a night, but <clears throat> I'll start making preparations um, and give you every advantage that, that I could give you. Uh, maps, charts, was there anything else? You had reservations about another ship accompanying you? They wouldn't be able to keep up? If your ship is as fast as you say, that will probably be the situation. Well, we don't always go full speed, like uh, judging from our past experience, but... uh... (laughs) But I think we would be going full speed to Talor. Hopefully. Time is of the essence. Yes. Mayhaps the crew could accompany us. Or someone knowledgeable of trade routes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Or at least this route. <laughs> I think I could set you up with a few people. At the very least, they can they can help you at sea, and it'd be a few extra hands. I don't think that would hurt you. Uh, and maybe a few repair materials and tools on hand, <laughs> just in case. Good call, Xavier. <laughs> if you think you'll need it, I'm... I'm sure we can work something out, yeah. I'm sure we'll need it. From our past experience, it would be advisable. We always have ice. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that was a good line. should write that one down. (laughs) Put that on your (laughs) t-shirt. 
<laughs> Are we still downstairs? Um, I would. I, I yeah. You're you're traveling back to the hall, kind of like slowly walking, talking that kind of a thing, kind of a West Wing type thing. Okay. I I think Dagon would sort of break off a little bit and head towards uh, that familiar door. Okay. Um, is there anything in particular Dagon's looking for, or is it more just memories, that type of thing? Uh, he's he's looking for something. Okay. Uh, well, do me a favor, roll a perception check. See what you find. They figured he'd, he'd sort of walk up. You know, he's obviously thinking about the past and that. He's going to sort of look, uh, look down, maybe take a breath before he steps in. And uh, just looking around the room, he's going to rub his uh, forearms, thinking about, you know, all those needles that he was being uh, tortured with. And then, you know, look around to where I think he punched someone right through their head or was it their chest? You did a lot of that. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. In this room, it's a little flashbacks in that. And I'll have a little perception here. Ooh, gorgeous. Um, this room has been tidied up a bit. Uh, Bloodstains sort of scrubbed off of the off the floor, that type of thing. And uh, there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of splintered wood and holes and shit like that. And a lot of this has been cleaned up. Uh, not not for use. Like it's not. It's more just like. Let's let's try and erase the memory of the awful things that have happened here. But there are going to be shackles on the wall, the, the very same shackles that held Dagon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, over on one of the one of the tables, there's going to be a collar mm-hmm. uh, that is going to look very very familiar to Dagon. Good news. Um, he's going to go over and grab this collar, sort of pick it up, look it over. Or think about what it was used for. And had anyone followed him, or is he alone? Well, let's see. Um, first of all, everyone roll a perception check to see if uh, if you would have noticed Dagon just sort of dip out. Because I would imagine this is a thing where he's kind of hanging back, and um, Braylon, Braylon would have. Mm. Can I like watch him but not bother him? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna like hide behind the door and watch what he's doing. Do me a favor, roll a stealth check. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Yeah. What? You yeah. sly little man, you. <laughs> Rico's yeah, almost as stealthy as Braylon. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... I, I think that beats your your passive perception here. Oh yeah. Okay. So, I don't even have to check. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. I wanted to, I wanted to go through the motions. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess Dagon would not notice Braylon. Okay, so no one's there except for Braylon, and he doesn't see him? That's right. Okay. He's just going to... Uh, he's actually just going to smile to himself. Just sort of commenting like in his head on the fact that such a, such a thing exists. And actually happy that he's found it. And he'll, uh, he'll tuck that in his, in his bag. Uh, for safekeeping for another day. Hmm. Okay. Weird. That is weird. Okay. Um. Is it? I don't know. Depends. Is that what well, you're I have into? No one, uh, if anyone saw me, he might have explained it, but there's nobody there. He's not just right. Talk to himself. That would be crazy. Raylan's going to watch, <laughs> and then when he sees him steal it, he's going to, and he's going to, like, cover his mouth, and then his mind's going to be like, ooh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but then he's gonna like kind of think to himself like, well, Dagon's taking stuff, and then he's gonna just slink away. <gasps> no, not for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody has a right. Well, let me ask a question here. Uh, what what would everyone be doing now? Let's say you've you've adjourned upstairs, and and yeah, what would uh, what would be the vibe? Because uh, it's it's. It's it's late, so is this a thing where you guys are getting ready to, to just catch a nap and then head back out? Um, Actoronis would be hanging out in like the foyer or just like the living room space, looking at the portraits stuff like that, mm-hmm. L- trying to see if uh, the the portrait Dagon talked about is still there. I doubt it is, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just looking at like the art, the place. I would be shocked if it wasn't there. Uh, but actually uh, like he's waiting for David to just like walk by and if he does see him walking by he looks like hop my good my good sir oh he's yeah he'd be buzzing around like he's sort of part part of his job is like checking in on everybody making sure everyone has what they need but he's he's involved in everything in this place so Mm -hmm. you'd you'd see him eventually yeah he'd he'd walk by Um, I just ask, ask him quickly um David my my good man um, may I ask you a question briefly? Of course. Are are you perhaps familiar with the name Edmund Page? Perhaps. Page. He used to be a steward for the Athanasius estate back in Olenakal. I know. I knew he had dealings in and out of the city and took care of most of the family's affairs. Um, you being the steward of this house, I was just wondering. The name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure if I had any direct dealings with him. That might be the previous owner. Well, that that's that's too bad. Is there a way for me to talk with the previous owner? Um, he died. Actually, uh, recently. Hmm. Is Dagon hear this? <laughs> um, how soon? Let's see. Let's see. How soon after? Uh, after you guys come upstairs, would uh, would you say that 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 this would happen? Would, gonna... would everyone be back up here? Is, is my question. Yeah, would I still be downstairs while this was happening? Unless you're down there for more than a few moments, I would say you'd be back upstairs. Because this would probably be a little while later, like maybe 20, 30 minutes later. Yeah, okay. Okay, Okay. so as long as you didn't, like, just kind of get lost in thought for a long time, I would say that... uh, (laughs) Just Braylon watching you smile for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I would have got bored and left after about five. (laughs) All right, all the interesting shit's done, I guess. I probably wouldn't have lingered in that room too long. Right, okay, that makes sense. Um, so... I mean, I don't think this is a private conversation necessarily, so... No, no, not at all. Then yeah, I guess I guess Dagon would hear it. Um, then he'll scoff a little. Um, to say, well, that's a polite way to put it. That was the most polite way I could put murder, Mr. Dagon. Murder. The man was a torturer, among other things. I'm not defending his actions. I'm just speaking matter-of-factly. I meant no offense, of course. Sounds more like judgment. 
that's not really my role here. No, your role is to go about business as usual. No matter who runs this household or not. Isn't it? I could see that you take offense to that. But... My role as a steward is to facilitate the daily goings-on in this house, and that goes for whoever happens to be running. Now, that being said, I am much happier under Tessia. I'm sorry. I am much happier under Lady Grimness than I was under Thermak. Hmm. There just seems to be a immorality about you, I find... A little unsettling. No offense, of course. Of course. Is there anything I could do to ease that? Actually, yes. He's going to sort of um, kind of raise his eyebrows like, please go on. We need some information. And being part of one of the houses of power in Brightport, I'm hoping you have more information than the man down at the dock. We'll see. Um, what sort of information were you looking for? The Black Hand. Who is he? I honestly probably don't know much more than you. <clears throat> I do know that the Hand has been a fixture in this city for longer than most people would care to admit. It's only recently that that the hand has come to a level of power that most are uncomfortable with, if they were being honest. If you like, I may be able to arrange a meeting. May I ask why you'd want such a thing, though? Well, it seems we, we drew his attention on our arrival. And from what we heard down in the docks... That's potentially not a good thing. I fear we're eventually going to meet up with him anyhow, and I'd like to be prepared. I'll see what I can do. Would you like your entire party present, or is this more of a solo venture? No. The party will be there. As much as I'd love to take him on myself, I don't think that would be wise. I'll get the ball rolling then, Mr. Dagon. Thank you, David. Um, and he's going to kind of do this semi-bow thing. He's kind of had his uh, his hands crossed over the, the, the each other uh, at the front of him the entire time. And he's just going to sort of bow his head a bit and then walk uh, walk away. And it wasn't by design. He just sort of forgot Actaronis is standing there. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. very... Is it... it, it I could I keep like, yeah. If he could blink, he would like do a double blink. <laughs> Is there anyone else around besides him and us? I, I again, if you guys are hanging out in the foyer, that was not a private conversation. That got sort of heated. Uh, yeah, I think Braylon would, would, would tap on Dagon's like, oh, oh, Mister Dagon, if we can have a word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for. I'm like, I'm like pulling him. I'm trying to like pull him aside so that I can use my regular voice. Yeah. I, I think I'll just look at him and be like, you, you know, you don't have to do that in here, right? And then I'm going to move my mustache a little bit out of the way. Yeah, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> I I was under the impression, boss, that we had a, 
a, a kind of a race against the clock. Are we going to spend some? We've got any overtime that I don't know about going against the uh, going after a mob boss? My thought on this is that there is a few, a small distance between us and our ship. Do you think this hand, black hand is going to let us leave? Mm, that's a that's a very good point. Yeah. No one just you know walks into Brightport and leaves of their own will. Usually you're forced out. You know as well as I. All right. Well, I mean, mob bosses can't be that bad, right? I mean, we've killed hydras, purple worms, pissed off a god. Can't can't be that bad, right? You're right. You're right. We have done that. I think this will be a minor speed bump on our yeah okay good good just checking man all right carry on so uh during during all this what would okay calden is in uh tessia's office uh studying up right yeah i think calden would uh, uh, immediately following those events would would go with tessia to her office and ask her if she had any books on the um specifically on the dragon clan elves or the silver glade Ooh. Well, do me a favor, and um, she would she would point you towards some reference material uh, that that may tie in to to what you're looking for because there is a obviously Thermac had an interest in dragons. Some would say not a healthy one, <laughs> but do me a favor, um, and um, let's let's have you let's have you roll like a history check, something like that, to see what you would find in here. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Now, would this be a thing where you would be kind of studying all night, some, something like that, or would you eventually get some sleep? The reason I'm asking is, will you be? Would there be a point where Dagon would fill the rest of the party in on what he plans to do? I, I would say everybody who was in that room heard. Yeah. Um, but obviously, uh, Calden's a little out of the loop here. Would you just let Calden study, or would it be a thing like, "Hey, we got we got business maybe in the morning"? So, well, he's always out of the loop, so maybe we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and get. Me. You can yeah. come and get me. No, we'll, we'll, yeah, everybody knows he'll. We'll we'll tell him. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Aerolove was in the foyer either. Ooh. Okay. So, well, you know what? We'll do a little group catch up for right now. Let's see. Let's see what. Uh, let's see what Calden would know. Now I learn. <clears throat> Um, it goes into specific areas where where that that clan of elves would have been situated. Like it go, it breaks it down uh, almost like a longitude latitude type of thing. Uh, there, there's a type of thing where there's uh, there's actually like sketches uh, of the actual forest and and where they would be and and like where their civilization was. And then on top of that, um, dragon specifically, it, there are earmarked pages where Thermac. <clears throat> mostly the power, right? It's mostly being able to communicate with them or uh, if, if there was some way to harness that type of power. Okay. And it, it looks like he figured, like he thought he figured out a way to, um, to sort of jumpstart that process. Like if you raised a dragon from birth, right? Uh, well, that like, it would be like raising a puppy, right? In, in, in certain regards, it's like, oh, well, it would see you as its master. The problem is, getting a, a formidable dragon takes centuries. So his idea was to jumpstart the process and just like, well, I'm going to start with a baby dragon, but 
let me let me let me jumpstart that forward. That that whole thing didn't work out for a number of reasons, uh, but there 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 may be some complications with Amara as a result. Okay, so he, it's like he's um, he's trying to like accelerate them basically to get the power of ancient dragons faster. Yeah. He, okay. And he was uh, that was uh, the that that uh, Amara was sort of the um, the dry run like that was that's like oh, that's a prototype. Okay, yeah. but like Django Fett. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Um, does it does it happen to say anything about the the experience that he just had at all? Like with the uh, the pain or oh, with the communications? Yeah, it would go into. See, okay, this wasn't written by one of those elves, so it's more second and third hand accounts um, of you know these elves being able to communicate with dragons and they them they, like they holding whole conversations and and things like that. Um, there would be a mention of uh, like. Like head pain, headaches, things like that, or or like uh, trauma. In some very rare instances, um, someone who is like a like a half elf, something like that. So kind of one foot in the door, one foot out. Um, their head exploding. Oh God! Um, very rare, though. Very very rare. Because um, sometimes, uh, sometimes a half elf. Uh, takes more after the elven side, and sometimes they just look like people, like humans, uh, and they just blend into the, you know society that way. Um, but in in your case, what you'd be able to extrapolate from that was maybe this is like a muscle that needs like building up. Like it's just that's because your that was your first time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but okay. there's no real there, it, it, the experience is different for everyone. This may take years for you to get good at it, and, and not cause you pain. Um, it, it may take less time. You don't know. Okay. So, um, yeah, Calden will just, uh, he'll thank Tessia for pointing him to these books and he'll be, he'll be pouring over them, um, until someone, uh, until someone comes in and gets him, which please do, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Dagon, would you assemble the crew? Are we resting first? Or are we... I would say, okay, I would say that uh, after a while, people would get some sleep, and this would be uh, this would be next day, eventually. I'm okay. checking my skills real quick. <laughs> uh, Air Love and Tessia probably stayed up a little late talking, you know? I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> Share a nice bottle of wine, that type of thing. Yeah, just catching up. Oh, Mother-daughter yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, she would. She would tell you about like oh, you know, all, like all the stuff with like running into Ballas, and then you know uh, yeah, see, all the yeah. stuff that's happened on air that we don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> when are you? When are you gonna have grandkids? When <laughs> oh, you know, just <laughs> you're you're in your later thirties, dear. It's not. Um... It doesn't get any easier, honey. <laughs> Which <laughs> I know a great doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I've already died once. I don't want to put a kid through that. <laughs> Would that be something you you talk to? I, I mean, because you've written mm. letters. <sighs> I'd like to see canonically. Like, we don't have to role play it out because that's a long like. You know, yeah, but... I think for now, because Air loves betting on the fact she's going to come back. She will tell her all the things from her travels that she doesn't regret. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, it's so we're just going to glaze over that. I. 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 I I, I I don't want to say the name of it in case there's a company that's cold that's listening. Oh, um, yeah, the the, 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 the 
W. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so it's like, it's like Tin Man. We can't say Ozzy. I don't know. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah, she would be like, yeah, I joined the army and learned some great skills. <laughs> okay. Um, so, again, next day. Right. Let's, let's say, you guys had some lovely rooms. Uh, David prepared uh, fluffed pillows and all that stuff. There's a mint. It's, it's, it's very nice. Four stars. I would thank him. I write good oh, towels on, on the comment cards. I wish we'd take on did get a mint? I feel like he didn't get a mint. I, I, I feel like it's one I of those things. I didn't take a room, that's why I only said four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. That makes sense. Yeah. That's all right. So next day, would Dagon kind of assemble the crew and, and tell them what's what? G2, assemble. Should we Should we do typical group two with House no. Dragon's Keep and for breakfast? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that breakfast was delicious. Glad it's done. It's been three <laughs> years, on, and on. G2 Fantastic will never make it, my dear. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if there really there was a roll team that we could. Oh, nineteen! All the bacon, all, all the of bacon. it. All our arteries are very clogged down. Oh, but it was. Weird. Are you happy yeah, now, forums? <laughs> We rolled for bacon and we got a name. You're night. welcome, world. <laughs> yeah. It's almost a crit. Almost a crit. Oh my god, we're hitting all the milestones. Every DNR meme, all of them. <laughs> so, Dagon, I leave the floor to you. Right. Okay. Team. I spoke with David, and he's arranging a meeting for us with the Black Hand. I figure hitting the offense first is better than waiting for him to attack us on the way back to the ship. Either way, I think we have to deal with this. Captain Dagon, do you really think that he will be aggressive towards us? We've done nothing but arrive in this city, and we will be leaving shortly. It's hard to say, but from what we've heard from everyone else, he doesn't seem like the most pleasant man, and... The people that deal with him tend to disappear. And we definitely garnered his attention at the docks. Exactly. I've arranged for all of us to be there, but if any of you don't want to, I I understand. I would gladly come to be with this crew. I only ask that before we leave Brightport for good, uh, I would like to hold one last conversation with Amara. Absolutely. Um, I myself have a personal matter to attend to. And it can wait until after we have this meeting. Uh, but thank you, Captain Dagon. David will, um... <clears throat> David's going to approach the group. Mr. Dagon. A word. Um, like in private? No, that isn't necessary. Just a moment of your time. Sure. I was able to procure a meeting with the Hand, though I want you to know that this didn't come without a price. I had to call in quite a few favors, and I get the feeling that the only reason it was allowed was because the Hand has taken an interest in your group as a whole. 
Even so, I would advise all of you to be on your guard. Is it the hand or the black hand? That's the black hand, oh, but okay. it's sort of the abbreviation within okay. the city. Mr. Hand to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hand lives in Florida. Call me Steve. <laughs> Mr. Hand was my father. <laughs> um, thank you for the warning. We will be on guard as always, and hopefully this won't take up too much of our time. Yes. Um, another thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that you may see things a little black and white. While you're in Brightport, I would urge you not to rush too quickly to judgment or violence. That has a way of coming back on people. I'm not speaking about myself, of course. I'm speaking about your meeting. David, I'm the most non-violent person around here. Bluff check, please, Dagon. <laughs> it wasn't really a bluff. It was... was it more of a, like, with a smile yeah. type of thing? Okay. Snark um, check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would, uh, he would kind of give a smile. Of course. Well, a representative from the hand will be here shortly to escort you to escort us to where exactly the lower quarter miss grimness that is where the hands headquarters is at least uh, that's what i've heard i haven't been there myself but at this point it's a poorly kept secret i'm almost thinking by design i'm I'm not sure there's anything we could do about it now, but personally, I don't feel comfortable meeting the Black Hand on his own territory. I got the distinct impression that a meeting here would be quite impossible. Hmm. Are we expected to go alone, or can we bring some men from this house to accompany us? I could see. I can always call this off, if you'd prefer. Were there any assurances with given with this meeting? Like, no violence or... I was told that it would just be a conversation. At least that's what I told them that you were interested in. Well, one way or another, we want to know what his interest is in us. And, well, we, like Dagon said, we will find out, meeting or not. So let's let's just go find out right now. Yeah, uh, we should just keep in mind that meeting him there, he has the advantage of knowing what, knowing the surroundings and the building and who is around him. So, of course, and this is why we will be very diplomatic, go in, go out, and uh, I will ensure that no, not a sword is uh, drawn. Jason, mm-hmm. the map. The magic map, the Marauder's map. Mm-hmm. It'll show me the layout, right? Um, it'll show you the general layout of buildings and things like okay. that. Uh, it's 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 like it's really handy in the wilderness and 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 things like uh, even caves and stuff because it'll show you the general layout of everything. Mm-hmm. It's not going to show you blueprints for buildings. It's not that precise. Uh, it's like a world map in Fallout Four. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's all like kind of fucked up, and then you're like, oh, I don't know how the exit is. Super handy in most situations. Yeah, no, I was thinking I could keep an eye on it on our way in to figure mm-hmm. out what the best possible exits would be and that sort of thing, but I guess that's not going to work. Guys, these aren't vampires. It's going to go great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not working. <laughs> After a few moments, there's going to be a knock at the door. Uh, and David is going to answer it. And there is going to be a cloaked figure, just like the ones you saw uh, at the docks. Uh, kind of same tiger-striped type of... Uh, very, very gaudy. Like, it's almost like they want to be seen. Because um, it's not—it's uh, not very stealthy or shadowy. Like they're, it, 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 those are fairly bright colors for accent pieces. Um, and this is a lone figure, one man. And David is going to look at this person. And after a few moments, nothing—nothing nothing is going to be said. David is going to look to the party. I believe your escort is here. All right. Let's keep our wits about us. Is uh, Tessia there, or is it just David? Just David. Okay. You're going to follow this man? I am. Yep. Let's do it. Right. Let's rip this band-aid right off. <laughs> Everybody roll on your <laughs> So distrusting. <laughs> um, uh, you're going to follow this individual who's not going to speak. You are, Do me a favor, roll perception, actually. Let's see what you get a feel for here. What? What? Wowza. I know his name. <laughs> That's <laughs> Ralph. Um, <clears throat> everyone's going to get a everyone's gonna feeling like this person, firstly, has no intentions of speaking to you. They very, very much came there to do a job. Um, you're also going to see individuals on the street watching you as you pass. Uh, they're going to people. They're going to be people in front of like bars and such, having full blown loud conversations that are like someone, one of their buddies, is like fucking shut up. And then they're all going to watch you uh, in rapt attention. Uh, these look to be general thugs and uh, low lives, that type of thing. And even up, up, upstanding business owners are going to stop what they're doing and watch you uh, until you're out of eye shot. And then they're going to go back to what they were doing. Can can we can we like maybe. Is it a look of, like, shock, or is it a look like uh, they're walking to the gallows, basically? Not not necessarily walking to the gallows, and I think Aerolove would pick this up the best. It's more, okay, one, like, okay, that's that, one of two things, right? It's either you guys are super connected to a very bad element in this city, and you are not to be fucked with, or you owed this person something. Or may owe someone something in the future, and that's not good for you. So sometimes it's a look of like, oh, those poor bastards. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder I wonder what they did. I wonder, I wow, that's a shame. They're so pretty. Or it's a, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a look like, oh, shit, there's new players in town. I better not fuck with them. Like, I'll just go back to sweeping, go back to sweep, that kind of thing. Okay. I, I like that one better. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> And after a while, you guys are going to get to the not-so-great part of town, like the dregs of this uh, this little society in Brightport. And you're going to notice that the uh, the houses are built more like uh, really cheap, crappy apartment building type things. Like, they're stacked up on top of each other, like house, 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 house. They're, they, they kind of, like, scale upwards. And 
Uh, there are very narrow walkways uh, in between all of these. Like houses are built right on top of each other. Very, very cramped. Very, it's very crappy. Uh, people are sharing like you know six, seven people to a place. It's it's just it's not great. And this person is going to just not break stride, walk clean through. And um, the thing about this part of town is it's very shadowy in every sense of the word because of the way because of the height of the buildings and things like that. It's it gets dark. Uh, in between these alleyways and stuff. And it's, uh, oh, it's so easy to get ambushed and, and you're robbed, if you're lucky, just robbed and not murdered. And continuing to walk, you're eventually going to get to a place where you see a lot of these, a lot of these cloaks kind of uh, centered around one building. Um, and what it looks like is maybe several of these apartment building type things uh, used as one entity. Like, Kind of like a, like a really crappy mansion, if you can picture it. And this person is going to stop, and they're going to look down, but gesture outward toward that front door. And someone standing near the front door is going to open it. But at a quick glance, how many how many are there? On the outside? Yeah. Um, at a quick glance, do me a favor, uh, roll perception. Let's see how many you see. Jason, since I grew up in Brightport, would I recognize this area? Oh yes! Oh God, yes. Um, this is this is not a place you want to be for the most part. Even if you live here, the only way that you're not going to get touched while you live here is if you are in desperate poverty. If they know you have nothing worth taking, then they don't fuck with you usually. Are there any like landmarks I could? Um, the, uh, so the, most of this is just uh, like a living, like a living quarters type thing. Uh, but this, it, it's almost set up like a maze because so much of this has been built on top of you know old shit and, and building and building and building. It's um, Braylon would pretty much be the only one who'd have a good sense of like, okay, if shit goes down, we can <laughs> run this way, and everyone might have to follow you oh, if, uh, if something like, like that were to happen. Would Erlov okay. know anything? Erlov, I would say, didn't make it down to this part of town too often. <laughs> Um, I would say Tessie would do would have done everything in her power to make sure that, if at all possible, Erlov didn't even know something like this existed in the city, if possible. Yeah, knowing your brothers and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> Ballas would know this area a bit. <laughs> Maybe some debt collecting took place here. Um, Calden is going to say under his breath to everyone, We showed strength coming in. Show strength now. Don't rush to violence. Remember David's words. But they saw us as strong. We must stay strong. I think in the spirit of that, what you just said, that we shouldn't like break stride at all. Just like walk steadily to the door. Like as soon yeah. as they motion. Oh, that's a good it. idea. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Yep. You're like so, don't even pause. Don't even stop. Yeah. So you're not scared is basically. What you're <laughs> yeah. Scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, did I see how many? Um, sorry, yes. Um, you would spot, uh, oh Jesus, that's a good perception. Uh, you'd spot 14 people uh, centered around this building. Okay. Do they look minion-esque? <laughs> <laughs> um, they, 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 the best you could tell, a lot of them are kind of covered. Um, they'll kind of wear that cloak and, uh, they got their hoods pulled up and stuff. Uh, some no. of them are a little larger than others, but most of them just look, um. Like they have one hit point? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do, like, an arcana check on them to see if... Like, as you're walking through, just kind of see what kind of vibe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. 
Nah, you're not really feeling anything. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's the roll or if that's just how it is. Air of love. Do me a favor, roll an arcana check. Okay. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Almost a great. You've been rolling 19 all night. I know, Jesus. I know. Yeah, what is it? Good job. Yeah. Aralev's gonna feel something. As you are crossing through the threshold of this 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 place, um, there's gonna be a chill that runs up Aralev's spine. Um, there is some not so great mojo here. Once you cross through. There is going to be uh, another representative of the Black Hand um, that is going to gesture for you to walk. Um, it, again, it's sort of like all these gutted apartment buildings. There are holes, like doors and stuff, uh, that, that sort of just chain through the place. It's almost, again, set up kind of like a maze. And um, he would gesture in a direction. And that would be where you'd find the hand is what you would uh, surmise. Would you follow his direction? Uh, before that, I'd like to make note as to which directions we're coming from, like not to forget. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, so, th- th- yeah, absolutely. You would... Um... Like we need a left, <laughs> then a right, then a left. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Actually, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. No, you know what? You're dead. All of you are dead. Do me a favor. Roll an intelligence check to see how well you'd keep keep track of that. Hmm. I like that. Second highest. Okay, let's see. 20 and above, and you'll have a perfect recollection. Oh, no. fuck you. Not quite perfect. Wouldn't hey, everybody hey. sort of... Yeah, everybody Do me a favor. Everyone that. roll it. And on sure. 20 or above, you'll have a pretty perfect recollection. Oh, 19. Oh, not quite. Oh, here it is. Oh my god! Nope. Okay. Shit. Nope. Oh. Hold on, I need to find it. In- intelligence oh, check. Okay. Oh. No one. No one. Okay. Not quite. It's dark. It must be dark in here. Oh, it's it's kept. It's gloomy. Like all the um, uh, like the windows up front are boarded. Yeah, it's fucking war torn Somalia, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that mission, Black Ops. <laughs> or is it Black Ops? No, whatever one it was. What is it? I don't know. Whatever. Call of Duty. I don't know. Dagon would have a really good idea, though. <laughs> he w- Oh, he'd have a pretty good... He'd be like, follow me, I know the way. And, you know, we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm gone. That's why he's so... Su- if we need to leave in a rush, going to be like the end of Star Fox 64. Oh my god. Deep <laughs> cut. Um... Dagon will make an audible gulping noise. Fear. <clears throat> so making your way through this building, there are going to be more individuals inside. Now, they're, they're only really toward the front of the building, these cloaked figures. And then you're going to notice a stunning absence of people. But you are going to hear movement down the way here. And it sounds like it's about uh, three, four rooms away. And as you, as you make your way through these rooms, and you can, you can obviously see where everyone's congregating, <clears throat> and that must be the room that the Black Hand's in, there is going to be a figure clad in black armor that is going to walk into view a little larger than the people that you're seeing uh, with, the, with the cloaks, not, not wearing the trademark Black Hand 
garb. Everyone do me a favor, roll perception check. <laughs> and Hera loves good rolls are back. I love that. Um, everyone except for hmm, Calvin and Actaronis are going to pick a little bit of this up, but like uh, Erlov and Dagon, Erlov, Dagon, and Brillin, <clears throat> they're going to notice something really off about this person, specifically its eyes. This person's eyes are sort of uh, murky, shadowy, almost as if there is like uh, like an inky blackness that extends out beyond the, the skull, almost like an aura that's coming off of this, this, this person. And he's going to stop in the doorway ahead of you, uh, backed away from it so that you can get through. And he's going to raise his hand and he's going to motion for you to step forward. <laughs> yeah. Act around this. Well, yeah, okay. we, have, we got it. Yeah. We can't, we can't, we can't show weakness, right? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Keep going. So it looks humanoid. Can I do an oh, arcana it's, it's, check on this guy? Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> you know what? Do me a favor. You two roll an arcana check. Yeah, I'm pretty good at magic too, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yes. Oh, for, the, yeah. for the wiki, that's a 20 for Dagon. Yep. That is a crit. Um, you guys are going to pick up. Remember that? Remember I said uh, there's bad mojo here? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely coming from this room. And you would say, like, if uh, if you were, let's say, like, Geiger counter type of <laughs> type of thing, like, it would be spiking right now. That, that there is something cold and foreign. Um, and there is definitely a strength. There is there is something going on here. And walking through the threshold of this door, this this person is going to back up a bit. And as you as you as you enter the room, you're gonna you're gonna see a few more of them. Four more, to be exact. Same as this guy? Same as this guy. And you're gonna see a smaller blonde haired woman standing next to a desk. Please, everyone, have a seat. Very chipper, very, very relaxed. Calvin sits. I'll have a seat. I'll sit. Sit. I have a question about these things. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> so they look humanoid? Yes, they, they, they look, um, for the most part, like human men. Okay. Um, so except are, for the, oh. the except for the vibe, they give you the willies. Basically, they're they're there is something cold. They're not speaking. They're not. They look different than the people with cloaks. They they just there's something very off putting about them. So our arcana checks wouldn't like be able to identify what not they specifically, are? but it's very much there is uh, there was kind of a raw power coming off of them. Okay. Are they like uh, our good buddy Actaronis here? <laughs> I wish I could detect them. <laughs> um, and this woman is this woman is going to speak up. You know, there's there's absolutely no reason to to be put off. If we wanted you dead, you'd be dead by now. So relax. Hmm. Dagon doesn't like hearing that, but he's going to go with it because he'd probably be thinking the exact opposite. Actronis would sit a little more comfortably then. Um, Kaldin would say uh, thank you for granting us an audience um, it, and uh, it seems that the uh, the greeting us here in your city is a little cold though well I can't speak for everyone in the city of course but 
I, I can only hope that I make up for it. Uh, maybe we can make you a little more cozy. Would anyone like something to drink? And she's going to reach for a pitcher that's that's on her desk. Uh, Actronis will raise his hand no. Yeah. Before I say yes or no, can we... Is there a way to, like, check it for poison? <laughs> <laughs> Not From without being distance. very deliberate. It would be one of those things that... Um, it, would be, it would be like, I'm going to sniff this, or I'm going to... I'm going to, you know, it would be one of those things where it's like, you'd probably, it, it would probably be pretty obvious that you're, you're checking. Rodrigo would put his hand up for no as well. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll just say thank you, but no. Uh, I'm thinking about taking one in good faith, but I don't know. I don't want to insult her yet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um. Airlove will put her hand up and say, I just came from a rather large breakfast at House Dragon's Keep. I'm I'm good. Of course. Well, then let's just jump into business. I heard you wanted to speak with me. Here I am. It would seem that your eyes on the docks have taken interest in us. It would simply know what interests you have in us. Well, firstly, I have an interest in everything that comes into my port, and you have to admit, you're a very interesting group of people. Your ship specifically. And, no offense, but I don't want to glaze over the importance of... And uh, she's going to gesture toward Dagon. I personally have never seen an Eladrin, and it's an absolute honor, I have to say. You know, I was part head of a house here. Yes, I have heard about that, Mr. Arkenscape. It's, well, it's sort of my job to know things like that. I didn't get to where I was by being misinformed. So you noticed us, um... Surely it seems you want something from us? Hmm. I was hoping we could maybe get to know each other a little bit before we jumped right into what we want, but if that's how you'd prefer it, we could do it that way too. Forgive me, our our time is short here, and we are in a bit of a rush. Hmm. Aren't we all? Very well. And she's going to she's gonna sit down. We would like to use your ship. Dagon will have just sort of a look of shock on his face and, and like apprehension, but he won't blurt out what he wants to say. We'll just wait for her to continue. The word is, and forgive me for being so forward, but the word is you're heading toward Talor. Is that true? Just a question, uh, out, outside of character. Did we mention that outside of the house? No, dude. There's a spy, yeah, man. That's exactly what I was getting ready to type. This son of a bitch. Hmm. <laughs> May I ask where you got your information? Oh, I could never reveal a source. That's uh, that's not a good way to keep friends. I, I think you'd agree. Well, I can already narrow it down. But you'd never really be sure, would you? We are headed to Tulur. Excellent. 
You do understand that I am trying to be your friend. I, I wouldn't want to put you out. It's just that... <sighs> Let's say I'm looking to branch out a little, and there are some individuals in Talor that I'm looking to reach out to, and you happen to have a very fast ship from the looks of it. Built for speed and all that? Mm, let's say we don't want to deal with you. What then? Mm. Well, that would be quite the inconvenience to me. And I don't particularly like to be inconvenienced. We understand that you are trying to be friendly, but I'm sure you know this better than we. It is difficult to make friends in this city. Or so I've heard. You have heard correct. You do understand that I'm not offering a lack of compensation. You, you'd be paid for your... Well, I consider it a monumental favor to us. Me personally, actually. If you're already on the way there, I'm just asking that some of my men accompany you. That's all. Raylan's gonna kind of sit up a little straighter. Well, ma'am, am I to believe you wish to communicate with one of the two races that are on Tulur? <sighs> Mr. Galbuck, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was cool. Ass, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll put my hand on Vrela's shoulder. It's so, like, tap, tap, like, it's okay. You try it. <laughs> Mr. Galbuck, I don't want to be rude, but you can stop doing that ridiculous voice. My business there is just that. Just like your business there is just that. I wouldn't dare ask you what you were doing. Well, and he's going to gently peel off the mustache because he's got to use it later. Our business is doing good. And from what I understand, madam, the Black Hand's business usually leads to bad. Um, she's going to lean forward and kind of put her elbows on the desk and, and, and um, just sort of lean in a little closer. Mr. Goldbach, good is subjective. True. But if you were to tip the scale in favor of one of those two races on Talur, it would have catastrophic effects, I feel, for every place on Theria. You are aware that there's a scale in Brightport, too, I'm guessing. The houses balance each other out, and... <sighs> there are so many people let's say, in this very quarter of the city that are left out. Would you say that's fair? I guess. So it's fair for an individual to scrape, claw, scratch their entire existence, and maybe, if they're lucky, survive. With the bare minimum, of course. What are you trying to get at? She's going to lean in just a little bit further. I find that once you ignore the scale you tend to get what you want a little faster now you are fully welcome to say no to me and that's fine but I am going to get what I want and it's just a matter of whether you are going to give it to me or if I'm going to have to take it Madam Blackhand you seem to know 
Dagon, and you seem to know Braylon. I assume you know Aralove. And I mean no disrespect, but I wonder how far your information goes. Are you asking if I know about you? No, not particularly. I'm asking if you know about Aubrey. I'll be honest. Most of the things I know are within Brightport. That doesn't mean that I don't have little birdies telling me things that happen outside of the city, but my main concern for now is Brightport. Why do you ask? I think it's wise to know the surroundings that you live in. Um, and perhaps these birds will come and tell you the events that have happened in Aubrey. But let me say this. You are in favor of ignoring the scales. So are we. You know, there was one member of your group that I could not find much information on, and that would be you. Though we did catch your display at the docks. And I have to say hats off to you. You are a very powerful sorcerer. I am not in the business of surrounding myself with non-competent fighters. And I would not bandy about threats that I couldn't follow through on. Are we clear? Of this I have no doubt. I am not an ogre. And I will give you a full day to think over my offer. You are absolutely 100% free to leave. Though, if you leave this city without giving me an answer, particularly the answer I would appreciate, and she is going to narrow her eyes at Aerolove, I will kill your mother. Braylon's going to sit up really quickly. Hey, no threats. We're not augurs, right? I just want you to understand the stakes. And again, I apologize for such abhorrent manners, but like you said, time is of the essence. Um, Aerolove's gonna get a steely look in her eye, like she is full of resolve, and if anybody's sitting near her, she kinda heats up a little bit. <laughs> and she'll say, in the spirit of giving all the information, you maybe should have looked into who could drive that ship. Only a Ladrin can do it. So before you go and kill everyone, know that there's only one person who could do it. She's going to look over at Dagon. I very much appreciate you illuminating that for me. And Dagon won't be very cooperative should you start hurting people. Also noted. Now, since we're exchanging information, and I am hoping that this will get us back on the right page, there are many ways to get people to cooperate. And some of them are pleasant. I, I won't lie, I've gotten many people in my organization to do what I want simply by offering them a trade. But there are also many unpleasant ways to get people to do what you want. Let's steer the conversation into more friendly waters, like when we first came here. Of course. 
What did you have in mind? First off, if we do this thing for you, what's in it for us? You talk of favors, you talk of trades, and offer us, so far, all all we've heard is threats. What is it that you offer us in return for assisting you with our ship? I think that is absolutely fair. And again, and she's going to raise raise a hand to her chest. I deeply apologize. I'm I'm used to adventurers coming in with a lot of posturing and bluster, and maybe I mistook you lot. What I can offer is travel to Talor. That is easier, barring weather, than you would probably get on your own. No offense, but if pirates saw your ship you would attract a lot of unwanted attention, I'm guessing. I can get you through all of that. Nary a scratch. I am also willing to part with some gold. For your trouble, of course. And again, this is merely allowing my men to ride along with you. And please please state exactly what you expect of us. I expect you to go about your business just as you would have before with just a few extra passengers I can even offer them to be helping hands and deck crew. They're not above getting their hands dirty. All we need to do is bring them to Talor? That's it. I think any discussion beyond this point would be redundant. And I think we're all against that. I suggest that we take the day to think on our side and we'll reconvene if everybody is uh, agreeable. And she's going to she's going to look to the rest of the party. Raylan nods and puts his mustache back on. Dagon will nod, but he's clearly looks pissed off. Yeah, Airlove still has the steely look in her eyes, and still anybody sitting next to her would feel the temperature rising. And then anyone standing next to Calden will feel the temperature going down. <laughs> I'm in between both and I get a cold. <laughs> she's going to she's going to stand up. Well, I think this is the beginning of a very beneficial friendship for the both of us. And I appreciate you taking the time to make your way down to the lower quarter. And she is going to outstretch her hand um, with the most confident smile, just the most just beaming ear to ear. She Thank wants you. to shake hands. Airlove will. Yeah, Calden will And she'll will do that too firm of grip, and she'll make yeah. sure she feels the heat <laughs> under, like, the fire that's burning within. And the entire time, she is going to... She's going to make eye contact with each one of you, and uh, that that's that that smile is kind of kind of almost um, it's unwavering, almost uh, in direct defiance. Like you're going to do what I want. That kind of smile. It's not reassuring in the least. It's not. It's not warm. It's creepy under the circumstances. She's umbrage. Basically, that's what I was thinking too. Um, I guess as Airlove shaking her hand, she'll be like. Beyond Madam Black Hand, what should we be calling you, seeing as we have a fruitful friendship? You can call me Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. We will get back to you. 
And I kind of really want to do Cape Swish Walk Away. Because I'm getting all the memes, so... That's good. Guys, I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the evening. Yeah, that was dope. I love her. I love her black hand. She's super cool. Yeah, Yeah. she's great. Um, Her and Tessie are awesome. Oh, man. By cool, you mean... Horrible, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't even respect my disguise, man. <laughs> Threatened to kill Tessia. The bitch up. is gonna die. Shit, I was ready to pop off, man. She's talking about killing Tessia? No. Howdy, folks. We really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, there's a few things you can do to help support the show. If you go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, you can maybe toss in a couple shekels, get a bunch of extra content like behind the scenes uh, stuff for this very episode, a little discussion uh, in the middle of and after the episode. And on top of that, uh, there's all kinds of extra stuff that we do throughout the month just to kind of make it worthwhile for helping to support us and pay bills. You can also go to dandrpodcast.com and you can find our forums. You can go to our Facebook and give us a like, Twitter. Um, just let us know that you're listening and what you think of the show. And of course, uh, we always appreciate a five-star iTunes review. It helps us spread the word if you tell a friend, all that kind of stuff. New listeners are always very much appreciated and feedback is very important. So Thank you so much. We will see you next time, and we hope you have a great week.